I don't know if this statistic is still true, but I have um, at least 10 years ago it was true. Uh, little fun fact. 77% of Republicans believe in heaven. Mm. 53% of Democrats believe in heaven. But what kind of heaven do they believe in? That's the uh, question. Who, who, the Republicans or the Democrats? Both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, education has something to do with it as well, um, but not as you think. So um, the, the more education you get doesn't decrease the amount of belief in heaven. It changes how you think about what heaven is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway... Hello, everybody. Hey. Hello. Don't you think that the older you get, the more you start thinking about heaven? Or death. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't. It's like love and marriage. You can't have one without the other. <laughs> I'm just saying that one, remi- one may. I don't just think because you're older, you start thinking about oh heaven. I think you start thinking about my time is limited. Mm. And then you start thinking about what happens afterwards yeah. and attending more and more funerals like the True. older you get the more funerals you attend the more dead people you're around mm. i'm not around any dead people it's like the old joke uh, everyone <laughs> at least not on a daily basis I mean, everyone wants to go to heaven but nobody wants to go right now that's so. right that's right, right. Yeah. Um, so women actually believe in heaven more than men statistically speaking <laughs> i can see that <laughs> Sorry, I just so many jokes. <laughs> well, well, let's hear one. Yeah. I, um, it was actually a derogatory to men. I was just they're so tired of their marriages. They were like dreaming of a better place. <laughs> ah. Or their husbands. Maybe. Or maybe sending their husbands there. I don't know. That could be. So our topic today is heaven, <laughs> in case you didn't know that. Um, it's a favorite topic of people. Uh I think some something on the order of ninety percent of Americans, all Americans, believe in heaven. Um, I think that number is heaven or afterlife in general, or th- th- are those synonymous? Well, I think most folk would use it as synonymous. Uh, what's funny is the number of people who believe in heaven is greater than the number of people who believe in hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, to me, if you're going to have one, you kind of got to have both. But that's a different subject. That's ne- Hell, we're going to have a hell of a podcast <laughs> next week because that's what we're going to do. Uh, but heaven is our discussion today. What, 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 what's your first thought processes? Misty, you have a, three, a spiral-bound notebook over there. Well, I... As always. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> Ask me again. <laughs> Just what, what, when, when, you, when I say heaven to you, what's the first things that you start thinking about? I just think of peace. Just um, everything heaven is, I feel like, is opposite of what is here. You know, when we're overwhelmed and overworked and overburdened, I think of heaven, and it's just this sense of peace that just washes over me. And like you said, I'm I'm Calgon. I'm not ready to go today, but it's something that I do look so forward to why are you not ready to go today because i've got grandbabies i get and that I've question a lot from the I've youth like why don't we just accept christ and like beam me up scotty because we have work to do do your youth really say beam me up scotty no because they don't Cause know i was about to say that, that <laughs> seems like a reference they would not be familiar no. with no because <laughs> hmm. our job is not done here 
we have a purpose here and we're called to be in this exact place at this exact time and you know this is this is what we have to do so I'm not going to rush it I'm not going to want to hurry up and get there but it, it helps me to think about we're kind of in the in-between right here so for, for, for my perception is, I understand what you're saying about heaven's everything that's not here or the opposite, but I like to think that heaven is the intensification of all that is good here. Mm-hmm. So the feelings you have about your grandbabies and the peace that you, peace can be had, peace can be had now um, as well. I mean, that's mm-hmm. one of the things we talk about, peace with God uh, through Christ. But in heaven, it's intensified. Mm-hmm. It's all of the good well, I think that what you're saying helps us to be able to cope with what we go through here. I think that, you know, when we think, gosh, there's a better, you know, it, it's going to be better. This is, It's going to be better. I think that's kind of what helps us deal with the things we have to deal with here is knowing that there's going to be that in store for us, mm. even more so. I like that. It's the payoff. It's the payoff. It's the, the reward. Payoff. Yeah. Love what, it. What do the youth say? Have you talked to the youth about heaven much? Well, they're very, very curious. Very, very curious. And so, of course, I didn't give them, you know, the books because I think the books are... What books? You you know, the, the top seller books. The, the uh, Oh, you want, do we want to talk about those books? I, books on Jamie's shelf, you mean? Are they on I your have shelf? So, I have all of them, I think. <laughs> I don't My, know what books we're talking about. The, like the... I died and went to heaven books. Yes, like the 90 seconds in heaven. Oh, I've heaven. read those. Yeah. Heaven it's 90 real. minutes in 90 heaven? Minutes. You and cut it down? It, it was really short. <laughs> nine, yeah. 90 minutes. Well, the book was short. In fact, my review, yes. I wrote a blog about that book years ago when I first read it, when it first came out. It took me longer to read the book than he was actually in heaven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I read uh, it, I think, in one day. It's <laughs> maybe e- two easy, days. fast it's easy read. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Don Piper. Mm-hmm. I met him once. He Did was you? actually interviewing to be the pastor at my cousin's church ah. right around the time his book was taken off. Um, I bet he turned it down politely. <laughs> well, I, I think he interviewed. He went there, but I don't know if it was wasn't a good fit or that was about the time he realized, oh, this book is about to become something mm-hmm. and change directions. Well, he was a nice guy. I mean, he really was. Yeah, I mean, it she liked him from what she experienced. So you got him and the little Burpo kid. That's that's what I, on, yeah. on our on our little spreadsheet I mentioned that for this one is the the Kenny Loggins Jesus. If you ever watched, <laughs> they made a movie out of the Burpo kids book and um, the girls painting them. Yeah, picture sure. of what she saw Jesus, and it, if you take away the 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 colors around it and the heavenly sense, it looks just like Kenny Loggins. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's just like everybody can't put loose. That's all exactly. I think about. I just think of Footloose. So what's your heaven song? It's Footloose. <laughs> Danger Zone. Your mama don't dance, and your daddy don't rock and roll. What? Which one is it? Oh, that's Messina too. So all of those. I know way too many. I was going to say, meet me halfway across the sky. I was like, no, that's Richard Marks, another <laughs> 80s long-haired guy. Mullet. <laughs> Richard Marks. Greg had a Who's Richard Marks mullet in back I in the could day. see that. No yeah. way. I couldn't. My hair was too. I think I sent yes, y'all a picture hair, one time. You did. I, mean, I did. I've yeah. seen that picture. Yeah. It's a great picture. Awesome. Oh, great. Um, so the, the, the books. So let's, let's, let's just work there for a minute. Um I had I put Piper in a different place. I think Piper really, really legitimately experienced something. I don't think it was legitimately heaven, but he experienced something. I don't think. He, in other words, there's no there's no deception in him. He's a good man. Mm-hmm. He believes. He believes what? Uh, what he says he experienced. The Burpo kid. I think mom and daddy just talked that kid. You what'd you see? What'd you see? Right. Mm. Oh, really? And I, I, that just feels completely different to me. Mm. 
however, having said that, uh, there's been a lot of work done on people who die and have some sort of experience. Mm-hmm. My problem is it crosses the veil across all religious structures. So Christians will say they reported stuff, but also Buddhists and atheists, mm-hmm. they all say they reported something. So if you're going to buy into the you're going to go to heaven business, then everyone's going to heaven, and I can't do that. I don't believe in universal heaven. Mm-hmm. My friend is a chemo nurse, and she has lots of stories about people and their their end-of-life situations and the things that they say and, and things. But she said it's very interesting because a Christian will always say or not always but like there will be a light or there will be something like that but um it's not that way for other uh religions Mm, maybe um i mean she just says that the experiences are different i do believe there's a transition period that's not quite a heaven but i've been around folks who are transitioning from this world to the next to know those folks start seeing things Mm -hmm. that aren't visible to us and experiencing things and hearing things and I think that's part of the the process that's one of the prayers I often make is Lord let this person's transition into the next world be peaceful and and welcome them in and let it be filled with grace um but I think that's we're kind of talking about the um near-death experiences here and the topic is actually heaven but I think what it is it near? I mean, near death to me is different. Like, well, not, not to cut you off. No, but I'm just near saying. death is like what happens to me on I thirty five every time I merge. <laughs> right? That that diesel's <laughs> coming down on me. That that was a near death experience. Yeah. What we're wreck. talking about are people who have they die, they right. go to heaven, and they come. They they were dead. That's Don Piper's thing. He was dead for ninety minutes. He says. Yeah. So, um, that's the thing is is how uh, how dead were you, and. That's not a near-death experience. That's dead. Right. Well, and I think what, what it does is it shows, especially by the popularity of these movies and books and stuff like that, is that regardless of what you say you believe, somewhere deep inside of you, there's a, the question. Even if you say it's it, you die and you're back to worm food, nothing happens, you're still having a form of faith because nobody really knows we don't know, and, and I think some of these things want to give us a glimpse of assurance, maybe. And we love to feel like we know exactly what's going to happen and, and nail it down, and um, it involves faith. And, you know, we're, the topic is heaven. I don't know where we're going to specifically go with it today, um, but I think it does show that uh, there's a lot of questions, maybe more questions than answers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always more questions than answers, and when the more I read the Bible, the more questions I get. And don't, don't there used to be an old gospel track called "The Answer," mm. which Jesus is the answer. I mean, I don't debate that at all, but it gives us false sense of idea that you can have all the answers to all the questions. But no, uh, no, 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 no. I, the more I read, the more I study, my questions just get bigger. Um, but so I, you'd be surprised the number of people that you walk around and talk to every day who will tell you they've had, I've gone to heaven and come back. It, mm-hmm. It's a bigger number than you would think. A lot of folks do. Um, I don't know if all of them are legitimate or not. I, I just, I don't know what to do with that. That's yeah. experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know enough about the human mind um, that you can believe and experience things that never happened. Um, that the Mandela effect, mm-hmm. <laughs> things that you remember that actually that weren't real. So I, I don't know. I, 
the 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 bright light, the tunnel. That sounds a lot like uh, remembering your birth experience <laughs> mm. to me. Anyway, well, and I think too, there's <clears throat> neurological things that the brain and the body do that are still beyond science in in so many ways that we don't really know what's happening up there in our brain. I mean, <laughs> up there in our brain. <laughs> Let's be clear about given the subject matter. What's well, the up there? And that was the when we the first thing I was was did when we were. Uh, in prepping for this was to look up the word heaven because just to say the heaven the word heaven in in original language and stuff it carries a lot of different connotations and a lot of different meanings is it afterlife is it the air around us is it the sky is it the firmament you know what what is the answer is yes exactly (laughs) the word uh, my favorite is the new testament word uranos which is the root word for the planet uranus (laughs) (laughs) uranus jokes never get funny (laughs) Uh, excuse me, never get, never get old. Funny. I was like, they're always funny. <laughs> yeah, they're always funny. Uranus jokes are always funny. Um, but uh, Uranus, which means sky, heaven, up there, it, it doesn't always have a religious connotation. Um, but yet, when, when when Jesus tells us to pray, what does he say? Our Father, Father who, who art in heaven. heaven. There's a designation location there for him. So that's significant for me. You think there's like a capital H heaven, like the the heaven? There's no capital like, letters in the Greek New Testament. And like a lowercase h, like the heavens. Actually, let me rephrase it. There are in my copy of it, but most the original manuscripts have not had. Um, you know what I mean? Like a this is this is the official place, but but like we can use heaven differently. Well, that's when you get people who want to parse words out, and there's a lot of Christ followers who will say, "Well, heaven is different than paradise." Mm-hmm. Because Jesus says on the cross, today you'll be with me in paradise. And they want to say, well, that's different. However, the word paradise is a loan word, I think, from the Babylon Babylonians, um, so, so from further east oh. than Jesus was at. That kind of means heaven, mm-hmm. right? And is that the same thing as nirvana that the mm-hmm. Buddhists will mm-hmm. talk about? I mean, or Valhalla. I mean, mm-hmm. I love all these different concepts of heaven. If you're, if you're a, a Viking... Valhalla is heaven is a giant mead hall where the kegger never runs empty, which is an that's kind of the same idea of heaven that I think most twenty five year olds have. And I think sometimes our view of heaven is tainted by our experience on earth. I know that. <clears throat> I mean, I say no. I feel like I've experienced parts of of Christianity of of different beliefs beliefs <laughs> beliefs belief nabi does um beliefs sorry i don't know <laughs> um where life was kind of just drudgery it was maybe the 40s 50s 60s world war 2 and and work and just kind of surviving and and scrimping and so there were a lot of songs written about that mansion over the hilltop and so heaven was going to be a place where I was going to get to have all the things I didn't get to have on earth. Mm-hmm. And many of them were um, physical possessions in some ways. Um, and so I don't know. I just, I just feel like some. And so you talk about Valhalla. Well, the Vikings, they fought and they warred and they pillaged and they did all of these things. And they did drink and have parties and stuff. But what is heaven for them? It's going to be a place where probably they're not going to have to fight anymore. And they're, they're going to be past all of the work. I guess you could say on earth, and I am not a Viking expert, so that is just my uh, humble opinion, but I don't know. What do y'all think? 
not about Vikings, about he- our view of heaven being tainted <laughs> by the way we experience Vikings. earth. I do think Earth's, it is. Earth. Viking I'm having problems today. That's funny. So, like, uh, driving, this. like, nice cars, big Corvettes, like, I don't feel like that's happening. So, define for me Joni heaven. I had I some know. thoughts on this driving to work today, by the way. You did? Joni heaven or no, heaven? not Joni heaven, but uh, just how different folks, their idea of heaven might be. I don't know. I love the outdoors. I love the mountains. I think it's just more of the nature part. I don't know th- about the you hippie the <laughs> possessions. I don't know. What don't outdoors? Know. Is it the beach outdoors? Is it? Uh, I think it's all of that. The mountains outdoors. I want to be able to fly. <laughs> <laughs> like with wings? I don't think we have. No, wings. no. I just want to be we able don't to get like wings, Daryl. Do we get wings, Jamie? <laughs> You don't have to answer. I'm that. not exactly. <laughs> I, I can't say that we don't. I can say there's no definitive answer to the question because it's something no one has ever actually written about in terms of like scripture. So many people feel like though, like if someone dies, they're now their angel, and I just. Ooh, I, yeah, I that's know. that's terrible theology. Yeah, I reject that. That's more of a doctrine of human beings than it is a doctrine of heaven, though. Mm. But it makes people feel better. Oh, it does. God needed, God needed an, an angel, angel in heaven. Which I think supports my point is that we want heaven to be yeah. the opposite of whatever we're going through here right. that is not heavenly. Mm-hmm. Well, but that thinking, and I understand the comfort it, that comes from that thinking that God needed another angel in heaven, but that's so permeated inside of our culture. That's actually rather dastardly because what happens there is now you put God has a need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to fulfill his need, he yeah, has hurt some, you. Yeah. To take he you, has yeah. taken someone you love away from you, but that person you love in some way is actually greater than God because God needed that person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you when you go down that line of thought, this is a horrible way of thinking about humans and God mm-hmm. and heaven. Um, and you're already angry, and then you're just going to be that much more angry. Why would God, God do this, do this, this to me? Right. Yeah. I thought he loved me. Yeah. Um, so heaven. Oh, I think the bi- the best way maybe to approach this is kind of the questions we get about heaven. Maybe you know. And I want I want to my disclaimer here is all I know about heaven comes from scripture from the Bible. Yeah. Uh, I've got theology books that help, and there are those near death. I've got to correct my, those death experiences <laughs> that people die and go to heaven. I put zero stock in those in terms of knowing what it's like because. Um, uh, I think they're they're biased for certain, uh, and it's always funny to me how the the death experience they always seem to encounter exactly what you would expect them to encounter. There's yeah. never any surprises. Nothing different. They're all the mm-hmm. yeah. It's all it's all the I saw the pearly gates. I went through the thing. The I saw music, I saw my mother and father. The, the lights. Music. Yeah. And, and 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 Kenny Loggins. Jesus. Fido was it, it's was all, waiting it's for. It's always me. just exactly. So there's if heaven is exactly what you think it is, then it's probably not heaven. There's no, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but one of the, one of the big questions I always get is, will Fido be there? <laughs> I, it shocks me how many people. That's their overwhelming concern. Not whether am I going. Not even my kids my are going to go. But but, my but, but <laughs> will 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 Fluffy get to go? Will my cat? My and they get angry when you you know. <laughs> 
try to. Yeah, they do. Okay, well, yeah. Haley, was it Haley? Someone sent me a cartoon once, and it'll I'll tear up in a heartbeat just looking at it. But it's it's a picture playing on that. It's very emotionally manipulative. But it's it's St. Peter at the pearly gates, and a dog sitting there, and Johnny has finally died and is coming. And then St. Peter says, whatever the dog's name, oh, he's been going on about you for fifty years about how great a master you were, or something like that. And it's just like, oh, it just really. And gets that you. makes you cry. Yeah. Yes, totally. What makes Daryl? We love Daryl. So, so, um, yeah, people will get upset. I'll tell them straight up. Uh, the Bible's silent on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? The Bible's silent on pets. However, if heaven is where human beings reside, and because we're made in the image of God and are redeemed by him, I don't see a redemption plan for Fido. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't tell you that that doesn't mean he won't be there. But you should not count on it. Uh, to me, the bigger question is, is will animals be there? And I think animals will, will be there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They're a part of the created order. It's Especially when you go like the Isaiah imagery of the Messianic um, restoration, the wolf and the lamb are going to lie down together. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the adder, asp, whatever, yes, snake, yeah. sn- snake-like thing. Will not cause problems. Child will play. Child the will play with it. So layer. I think there's going to be a restored and redeemed creation, especially with my big idea. If I have one good idea about heaven, this is it. It's basically just we go home to Eden. Mm-hmm. Heaven is Eden. That's, I'm mm-hmm. with you on that. No stickers. No stickers. N- nothing wants to eat you, and you're mm. not going to eat anything else. Mm. I mentioned before we were recording about Randy Alcorn's book on heaven, and I don't know. I don't think I've finished it. It's massive, but uh, and I don't know where it <laughs> resides theologically on all of his issues. But what it did do for me was it opened me up to just the simple question. As I was growing up, heaven was the white, pure place on the cloud with harps and robes. And we sang and stared at Jesus all day. And that was it mm-hmm. for eternity. What <laughs> the one Randy Alcorn comment or question he made that at least was like, yeah, he's like, why would God create Eden and even Earth, and then heaven be somehow less than? Why, why would we be in a situation? And I think that goes back to the question of, I want to go to heaven, just not today. Is because I think there's a fear that it's going to be that the fun, good stuff is here on Earth, and heaven is just avoiding hell. Therefore, it's better than hell, but I'm not sure it's better than Earth. Mm-hmm. And so I'm with you on why would there be all of these things here on Earth? And then God would take those away and put us in some place that's boring. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> Less, I, I yeah, was thinking about yeah. that coming in too. This, um, if so, Daryl, don't don't hate me. Oh gosh. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. It's either Harry Potter. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Um. So I love the Lord very much, and I love music. But to me, music is background noise. It's what I listen to while I'm doing something else. Um, that's how I operate. So, and then I, I enjoy praise and worship music, and I enjoy hymns. Like yesterday, we were doing um, uh, "Drawn I from love, Emmanuel's yeah, Vein." I love that, the music yesterday. I love those songs. Yeah. However, after about ten or fifteen minutes, I get fidgety, <laughs> yeah. and it's not because I you don't and like everybody it. else in church. <laughs> it's it's not because it's not. Uh, enjoyable or I don't believe that it's an important part of my worship 
it's that my constitution is such that I'm, I, mm, it's not doing it for me. Yet I've been in churches where you stand and sing for 20, mm-hmm. excuse me, two hours. Yeah. It's, and they'll call that praise and worship. And then when you push back against it and you say, it wasn't really, that wasn't so good for me. What about concerts? Do you like concerts? Mm, live music doesn't always do it for me. Okay. Um, unless I'm really into the group and like every song. But for the most part, I would it's push play on the iPod and or that just showed my I age. iPod, Grandpa. <laughs> Spin the forty-five on the old turntable. Uh, push play on the song while I'm cooking dinner. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll always turn the radio on and listen to the classical radio station while I'm cooking dinner. Right, that's just what I do. So I, I love that, but invariably when I say, "Yeah, it wasn't so good for me." Someone will say, well, then you're going to be bored in heaven because it's just all like, the time just praise and worship. And they say it just like that, too. They like don't, they're offended. They don't, yeah. they don't smile. Oh, I'm looking forward to all the praise and worship music in heaven. I guess you'll have to find something else to do. They don't, no, it's like, you're going to hate heaven then, you lousy sack of suds excuse for a Christian. How can you not enjoy all this crying and babbling on and all these songs, words over and over again with the same four notes? You know, I... I'm just, uh, I'm thinking, no wonder we can't get anyone to want to go to heaven. Um, But to some people, that is the way they worship. I mean, that's their, you know. Which is fine to me. Yeah. I think there's going to be, that that section will be in heaven. To define this is what heaven is going to be. That's what people, yeah. And that's why I think they get offended is because to them, that is their worship. I know people like that, that it's all about the music. Well, and growing up. I call that idolatry. My pastor would always say it's just going to be one long worship service. Well, I was currently sitting through a very long worship service, and I was like, you're describing heaven as what I'm experiencing right now? Oh, man. <laughs> you know, it's I'm like, out. You're I'm not out. selling it. I'm out. So, so I have an aversion to that, the harps on the cloud or the forever, never-ending song service. The, the, I think there are some aspects to that that are maybe truer aspects of it. I think that travel, and you said flying. I don't know how we're going to get around, but... Uh, if if uh, the Lord is creator of heaven and earth, then I don't think transportation will be a problem. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be that, that that that's too much disembodied. That's nirvana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the idea of a disembodied spirit somehow reconnecting with cosmic energy that sounds terrible. I don't, I, I would almost just rather be dead dead than have my essence connected with the cosmic energy. Well, that's terrible. Sounds like the I Matrix. Don't think just dead, dead is a choice, though. I think they're like you're either. No, but if I'm choosing my my religious systems based on what mm-hmm. sounds preferable to me, and my choices are, you really won't know what's going on, but your essence will be combined with the essence of the universe, such that you'll have a sense of bliss, but you won't have a personality. Or just dead, dead. I think I'm taking dead dead. <laughs> uh, One long nap. Well, and if all we're worried about is our animals getting there, our pets, or the music, I mean, is that not taking the focus <laughs> off of what is well, just, is what it's all about? For the win, Misty. <laughs> I mean, We've missed the whole you point. Know, Genesis 1-1, what does it say? God created the heavens and the earth. So it's obviously, you know. Well, plural. Well, and think about plural. I know. What have we been talking about here? We've been talking about our understanding, perception, view of heaven. We haven't talked about God. 
Mm-hmm. We've talked about a place where am I going to get all the things I want to get, and is it going to be that I want the way I want it to be? So that's the atheist heaven, a godless heaven. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm. Daryl. No, I'm just saying. I mean, <laughs> he I mean, threw up his you, hands. He's like, if you think oh, about it, I, I wish and, everyone, and could, I wish everyone <laughs> could have seen what he because he just like. <laughs> could it also like be that? Wanting to see our dog in heaven is a way to avoid grieving over the loss of the dog that we really loved. And so I don't really want to cope with the emotions I'm feeling over how attached I was to this animal. And so I need something to get past it. So (laughs) let's, I'm with you. So, so the point of heaven is to return to Eden in my personal opinion, right. which is where humanity began in the garden God made. And in that garden, we had complete, perfect fellowship with the triune God. He would come in the cool of the day and talk, and there was no sin. That was my tumble. <laughs> I could tell where <laughs> it was coming from. All, that was a all loud the, growl. Those of you listening... Uh, all Somebody's three of them look. That was my tumbling. There was leftover donuts. You should have had one. Um, Are there going to be donuts in heaven? A protein bar in the office. Manna is angel food. So yes, I got. I just wrote a show story about that. Um, we'll, we'll talk Sorry. about. Are we going <laughs> to eat in heaven? Is a different question. I was very I'm excited ba- about that. I'm riffing on Eden right now. So you're in Eden. It's wonderful. So in the Garden of Eden, one of the things I I've always hung my hat on. The Lord gave human beings work to do mm-hmm. before the fall. We always think about our labors as being a, a byproduct of the fall of humanity. Yes, it hurt afterwards. The thorn, the sweat, the pain, the blood, sweat, and tears. That aspect of, of work came after the fall. But we were given the work to do before, before. the fall. So my understanding is a part of the human creation is work to do. I think in heaven there will be meaningful work to do that is a part of God's created order. Uh, maybe that work is learning. Maybe that work is exploration. I'm very literal when it comes to this. So if heavens, heaven, heavens is both where God resides, but it's also the sky up there, Perhaps when it all comes together, there's a way in which it is one idea. And so the universe is so big because we will spend eternity exploring it, discovering it, learning about it. I put all those. Th- if the universe is infinite, right. then that and explains the infinity of heaven. Of, will of be well, and so. when, when we die, I think a lot of people just assume we're going to become godlike, which means we're going to know everything that God knows right. as opposed to. Are we, like you just said, are we going to still be learning and doing and stuff? And um, I tend to to believe more that way than, okay, we're going to get to heaven and we're just going to sit on the porch of our mansion. We're going to know everything and wave to Jesus when he walks mm-hmm. by talking to the neighbors. But think about, <laughs> but think about. <laughs> the neighbors are having Jesus over <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but think about the people that think, you know, well, I'm a good person. I donate to charities and I do all these things and I'm a, I'm a good enough person to, to you know, I'm going to go to heaven. I think that's the issue is people think that just because they're good, they're going to go to this, you know, this higher place. 
Right. It's a reward for everyone who, who does good mm-hmm. things, good not, deeds. Right. not about their... But is that not maybe a fault of the church in that we've made heaven about this reward you get for jumping through the right hoops? What about people that don't go to church? I know, but I'm saying maybe we've misrepresented oh, right. yeah. heaven, which is why we're not very good at selling, being salesmen for heaven. And, and we've said, well, I'm going to heaven, getting my mansion and streets of gold because I prayed the prayer or I did the right thing. But you just think you're a good person, so you're going to hell and to the other place. And <laughs> I just think there's a lot of confusion Gosh, over it. <laughs> <I'm just, laughs> but I'm, I feel like, and maybe it's just more the <laughs> fundamentalist angle that I grew up with. That's kind of the, the message that's conveyed, which right. may turn a lot of people off. Yeah. Because it's like, well, if you're going to be there. <laughs> I don't know that I want to go. And I'm not pointing at Joni. I'm he talking about totally the- pointing at me. He's a fr- I'm too noisy in the office next to him. He's like, you're being noisy. Oh, my trauma's coming so, out. Sorry. So now, now you, you've, p- you're right, you, though. you've pivoted to now we're not talking about what heaven is like. She did it. Well, Misty. We're talking it. about who's there, who gets there, right? So that, that's a huge part of heaven is who gets in. Uh, I think most people who believe in heaven believe everybody goes in. Mm-hmm. I really do. Uh, you do you do funerals, and a lot of people don't even think about it until like I think it was Joni brought up the funerals till they go to the funerals mm-hmm. or lose pe- someone they love, and then that's kind of when it's like oh, which is wow. good. You should think yeah. about that, but at the same time, I think a lot of times we oversell heaven as a guarantee. So you've got someone in this casket or in the urn. Uh, and, and you're talking about the dead person, and you're talking about them in such a way that you're quite certain that they're in heaven. You talk about them as if they're in heaven. When everybody in the worship center or the graveside or the pub where you're having the memorials or whatever it is you're doing, everyone there knows that person never went to I was better than them. <laughs> they didn't believe in Jesus. You should have heard what they said. Yeah. You should have seen how they treated their children. If that person's in heaven, then everybody, uh, everybody. gets to go to Yeah, if he, if the preacher is making sure everyone knows that this person's in heaven, then I'm good to go. Yeah. And I think that's one of the problems. We, mm-hmm. We've given, um, in our rush to comfort, we have given assurance of salvation yeah. to those people who should not have any assurance yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Um, which is a, a which different comes back problem. to kind of what Daryl says. Maybe we're you know as the church given the wrong representation of who who goes to heaven. Heaven's you know? not a reward. Yeah. No. Heaven is the logical resting place for human beings who have followed Jesus mm-hmm. on the path of life. That that is where heaven. That's where the trail ends. Yeah. Actually, well, that's where the trail uh, reaches its headwaters. Yeah. Uh, I f- I feel like something else has helped me is is we try to describe things um, as what they are, but sometimes they're not necessarily something. They're the opposite of what they're not. (laughs) So, like, for example, Did you have coffee this morning at all? (laughs) There are some things only Daryl can phrase. Give him a minute. He's processing here. Cold is not necessarily something that exists, but it is the absence of heat. You can create cold in a refrigerator, but it's the absence of heat. Dark <clears throat> is something that exists, but it's really in relation to the fact that it's the absence of life. Or light, light, sorry. And so death would be the absence of life. Well, if Jesus is life, he's the way, the truth, and the life, part of what heaven is going to be is it's going to be 
in his presence is going to be there's going to be life we're going to be with him and so anything other than being in his presence is going to be death or separation if you will mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> the true the true I don't say true but it, it, I think one of the aspects we miss about like you're saying heaven is not a reward it's about being in the presence of life itself being mm-hmm. in the presence of God Father Son and Spirit in complete like you were saying in the garden when they they were in full fellowship with with walking with him in the cool of the day it's going to be about connection and, and, and relationship and intimacy with God uh, more so than is my dog going to be there is it going to be right. a blue house and if or people a, don't have a relationship with the Lord now here on earth then why do they think See, yeah, and so their image of heaven is it's a place. Ex- exactly those things. It's just a better place. It's better than here. But their you know, but their main view of it is not And hell is a place where people like Hitler right. um or you mm-hmm. Hefner go yeah. and get punished for eternity because well, it's such we're a way better than yeah. that. It's like, well, maybe, you know, maybe I'll win the lottery tonight. You know, their hope of it is so vague that it's almost I don't know. The strange idea of every every joke St. Peter, a guy goes to heaven and bumps into St. Peter. Yeah. Well, first off, what a horrible job for St. Peter. <laughs> this is the guy that Jesus said, I'm, I'm going to build my church. This is great, St. Peter. Also, also you're going to be valet. Walked on water. He gets to go to heaven. What do you? Well, but, Lord, what meaningful work do you have for me for all eternity? You get to... You're the... You, you're you the stand over there. Yeah. You're the bouncer. You're the yeah. You're the guy at the door. At the gate. And yeah. there are no tips. Yeah. You know. Sorry. What a anyway. <laughs> so I I think that I don't want to move it too far because I'm as I said I'm not a universalist. But the who goes to heaven is not based upon our works. It just can't be. Well, mm-hmm. how many of Jesus's stories about heaven and the banquet and stuff were about? A lot of y'all are going to be surprised. That's my biggest precept. If, if there's any, about who's there, it's there'll be lots of folks who didn't think they would be there. Mm-hmm. And there'll be a lot of folks who thought they were going to be there aren't. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's where people get misled. It's, it's according to God's standards by his word, not ours, our own personal. And I think that's where people um, get get led led astray mm-hmm. i think that's true i also think there's you mentioned god's standard was exactly right we have what the scripture teaches us but i also believe in the eternal goodness of god mm-hmm. and so when you start talking about who gets to go to heaven they say things like well what about the person this is, the, this is almost a salvation question but it's the same idea what about the person who lived their entire life and never heard about Jesus, is it fair that they go to hell and not go to heaven? Well, the problem is, is you're assuming that you care more about things and you're fairer than God is. Mm-hmm. Well, God's thought this out. Yeah. Whatever he's done with heaven <laughs> yeah. and whatever he's done with salvation, he's way smarter than you. <laughs> so he's already, you. there's no way, I'm really worried because Daryl is, Doing something I've never <laughs> seen him. I have never seen you never. do this before. No, not, not the last two podcasts. He's been on Listen, it. Y'all shamed me, so but I had to up my game. He prepared. has a Bible. I'm he way is, impressed right he now. He is 
working through the pages. Can't find Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> Matthew he doesn't know what he's doing, but he has it. I'm just flipping pages. Do you need to come to confusing Children's Church and work Matthew on your books the Matthew is the, the first I'm book of the something. New Testament. <laughs> but, but so the Lord has thought this through before, and he, he's way fairer than you, and he's smarter than you, and he's kinder than you, and, 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 and more benevolent than you. So if you're worried about this, it's not like you have to inform him, God, there's a loophole in your plan here. He's got all this figured out already. Do you think there's a reason why we don't know more in the Bible? Like, I feel we like, couldn't handle it. I feel like, exactly. L- look how poorly we handle what we do have. Exactly. <laughs> like, we argue over what we do have. I feel like he left it out on purpose. Not left it out, but but didn't. I don't know. So, Do you know where I'm going with that? With your children, do you give them all the information? Never. So you tell the child, don't play in the road. Stay out of the road because you know, you know what could happen. Mm-hmm. Do you give your kid all, well, there's a, there's a 17 year old kid who just got a new Ford Mustang and he doesn't know how to drive it real well, but he sure does go fast and he got a girlfriend and she's pretty. He may be distracted as he's driving down the road. So, you know, if you get hit by a car, it could run you over and you could die. You don't give the kid all that information. You just say, you went really dark, really fast. <laughs> He usually have, does. And have the kids you met all me? of, you know, four years old. Yeah, the kids. And you're spilling right. all this stuff out. I have, you, I know exactly You what can't you're, yeah. give the kid, you say, don't go in the road. Well, you're not fair. I want to go in the I road. Because I love you. Right. And that's it. So you don't give them all the information. Because <laughs> I said um, so. I think about our government. I mean, you should be suspicious always of your government, but I also believe that our government knows things that I don't need to know. Right. It's to my benefit that I don't need to know. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea that I should know everything going on. You give me too much credit. I don't need to know everything. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, that, that's how I answered that question. The Lord has left a lot out. He's given us what we need. That's the infallibility of the Word of God. Mm-hmm. It does not fail to give me what I need. Well, I feel like he's given us a lot of what we need here on earth. And then I'm wondering, like, when we get to heaven, there's going to be like, hey, these are the things you need to know about heaven. Mm. I don't know. I think that's true. Daryl. He's look at him waiting patiently. <laughs> no, I, I don't know that it's relevant or not. <laughs> I just I had written Matthew's some verses saying. down, and what, I wanted to remind myself what, what it was. What, what, good, what good things doth thou have from thine own Well, these good are book. the words of Jesus himself. Ooh, they're, they're all red, red over red. here. No, it's Matthew 7, his Sermon on the Mount, and, and he's... I'm he's, vaguely familiar with he's it. In verse 21 of 7, he says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. So basically saying, he who does the will of my Father. But then he goes on to say, because many of you are going to come in and say, didn't we prophesy, didn't we teach, didn't we cast out demons? And he's going to say, apart from me, I never knew you. And so like Misty was saying earlier, a lot of people say, well, I'm good enough to go to heaven. But then he's not talking necessarily to average Joe. He's talking to religious people here saying, it's the people who are saying, yeah, didn't I go to church? Didn't I pray the prayer? Didn't I sing the song? Didn't I give my testimony? Didn't I go evangelize and do all these things? And apparently he's almost implying those things aren't the will of his father per se. And that, I'm going to say, depart from me. I never <laughs> knew you. And so, which is challenging to us because all the things cast out demons, prophesied, those are things that we would assume only a person who knows the will of God can do. And he calls them evildoers. Which, which, can, which indicates to me that not all, not everybody who calls themselves a Christ follower actually is, <laughs> right? 
Well, what is the will of the Father in heaven? Mm-hmm. It's the heart. It all boils down to the, to the heart and, and your motives. Why do you do what you do? You know, is it for everybody to see? I personally believe it's to trust him. Mm-hmm. In a daily, I am placing my life in his hands to trust him as he leads me in a relationship. Therefore, heaven is going to be a continued relationship. And we have cheapened it by saying heaven is what you where you want to be as opposed to hell. And here's how you get there. You ABC. You admit, you believe, and you confess. Oh, that's all? Okay, I can do that. Right. And pray that. And, and but then your fruits. And yeah. how much of that was driven by churches wanting to count numbers? Mm-hmm. Not all of them. Not all of them. I, I'm, I know I'm oversimplifying things here. But the, the title of you, you or you just said it, the title of this passage in the Bible says tree and its fruit. It's fr- yes, yeah, so I was going to say. And you accepting the Lord and, and saying the prayer um, is more than just the prayer. It's the fruits that you produce in that overflow that, and, you know. And we want to take fruit and try and tie it to the branches right. of a dead tree. Mm-hmm. But what about the, the phrase kingdom of heaven? Like, I don't believe kingdom of heaven only happens when we die. I believe kingdom of heaven is is when we accept. Uh, oh, I'm getting a lot. I'm no, getting just a look. what's the difference between the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God? Because they're both used in all the time in the New Testament, mostly by Jesus. Mm, I believe kingdom of, I don't know. One of the things, that, <laughs> one of the things in. I, I don't know. I just kingdom of heaven, I don't think is, it's not a far off thing. It's when you're daily walking with him and trusting him, like you were saying. It's not a, I have to die. Well, and that. one of the things that Randy Alcorn said was that those translations of those words, kingdom of heaven, the heavens, things like that, is literally, it's. It's the air around us. It's closer, closer, it's closer than the breath we breathe. <laughs> it's closer than the breath we breathe, and so in essence, God's spirit, heaven is. It, it's almost like there is a veil we can't see, but it's all around us. It's right here. Mm-hmm. Well, now you're speaking, Paul, from one Corinthians thirteen, which yeah. everyone gets hung up with the love language, which mm-hmm. is it is important. I get hung up at the end of that passage where he says, "Now I see through a glass darkly," mm-hmm. but then. And he's talking about an eternity in heaven. Mm-hmm. Then I'll see face to face, and I'll know as I am known. To me, that's the best definition mm-hmm. of what to be known. Yeah, mm-hmm. who I am. You guys don't. No one really knows me. Mm-hmm. Jesus knows me. No, my wife comes closest. Uh, but even then, but uh, even then, there's one. Well, how many of us truly know ourselves? There's, even yeah. I don't even know mm-hmm. me exactly. I completely concur with that. In fact, Kim knows me better than I know me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Um, but to, to know others and to be known as God knows, that is the essence of what I think mm-hmm. walking in fellowship with the Lord every day is. It's not seven bazillion eternities of, you know, this is the air I breathe. Uh, <laughs> your holy nice, nice choice. living in me. And I. Stop. What's, what's the, I can only imagine. Oh. oh. There was a period of time. In the in the ot ot, where I thought if I heard that song one more time, I'm sending somebody to heaven right <laughs> now. <laughs> and I heard them debut or preview that song at a youth ministry conference, like in the late '90s, before it was ever recorded. Mm-hmm. So I heard it like a couple years before it actually got big time. Oh. And which I was, I oh, know that song, I know that song. Oh. And so I was like, I'm tired of that song. Oh. I'm tired. Of that. <laughs> Kim Everybody made me watch knows. the movie. 
Oh, oh the movie. I think I've seen that movie. Anyway, how do I... How, <laughs> so, how, Kingdom of God, Kingdom of Heaven, what's the difference? Well, some will argue that Kingdom of Heaven is yet to come, or it has the idea with cosmic powers, and the Kingdom of God is the gospel breaking out on the earth today. I disagree with that, but I had... When I was in cemetery, I had professors that taught that that it was that those those were two Separate. different ideas. I've come to reject that. That I think it's more semantics because uh, it seems like in Matthew, uh, Jesus uses. I think I, I have it right. In Matthew, Jesus uses kingdom of uh, of God more often, except in Sermon on the Mount, by the way. It's kingdom of heaven. But but in Luke, it's more kingdom of heaven. And I think it's just the same idea because uh, if God is the king of everything then everything is his kingdom it's, well and kingdom of heaven is also a movie with Orlando Bloom in it so thank you thank you for that <laughs> about, about the uh, the battle of Jerusalem it's something the, like, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, it's a good decent movie um I think John Eldridge references that in one of his Man, Man, Be Man, Man books. John Eldridge's heaven is just men peeing on trees <laughs> for all eternity. That's in each other's jellyfish things. Yeah, that's John Eldridge, that guy. Is this time coming gone? Is he done? And I saw something on Instagram a couple years ago, so I think he's still doing something, but I don't of know. Of course he's on Instagram. I don't think he's That's the most manliest thing I can think of. Um, <laughs> I digress. Hey, no. I'm sorry. So... We've talked about who's there a little bit. We really haven't hammered it down. You're never going to hammer it down completely. But I think one aspect of it, which for me is why whatever criteria is there, repentance must be part of it. Mm-hmm. Because what heaven is, it's, it's, the, it's the intensification of all that's good. And it's the removal of all that's bad. Mm-hmm. There's no sorrow. There's no death. No there's, there's, there's no violence. There's no pain. So you, you can't really have people in heaven who are committed to pain and violence and greed and, 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 and inflicting it on others. You can only have those who recognize that that's not the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. And so for me, a lot of that has to do with why would you want to go to heaven if you're not willing to live the lifestyle? Now, now we're not all perfect now. Yeah, we still yeah. sin. But that's my ideal. That's yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I was saying earlier. If you if you're not willing now to have a relationship with the Lord, then why well, why would why you want to spend eternity yeah. just to avoid hell? I don't think. That's and you fair. let a lot of sinful. I mean, if a lot of sinful people were allowed into heaven, well, then it's not. It would cease to be heaven. It's not going to be heaven. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just constant. Do you think we'll know people there? <laughs> well, that's a big question. That is a big question. I think we will, but I think it'll be different, and. Oh, Jesus has that famous statement where he talks about, you know, you won't be given in marriage mm-hmm. in, in heaven. And some people look at that and go, well, well I, well, I want to be with my wife in heaven. I'm with my, my husband in heaven. I don't think Jesus is saying you won't have that kind of relationship in heaven. I think what, this is just me. So family is an important part of my life. I am close to my wife and my two daughters. I mean, we're, we're, we're close. Four, four of us are tight. For me, that's a little bit of heaven. Mm-hmm. And I think in heaven, because all I'll be known as I am known, I think all of our relationships will yeah, feel it's that gonna way. It's going to be more than. It's intensified. Family <laughs> intensified. You know, uh, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and it's going to be that kind of situation. So, um, And you remove the physical aspects of uh, sexuality from it, and now you have the bonds of all of human beings. And I think that's where we're going to be. So I, I think I'll know people in heaven. 
but I may be so busy, it might take me a few patrillion years <laughs> to get around to them. Mm-hmm. So it won't be like, we're hey, we're hanging out like always. Mm-hmm. There'll be so many other people that I have these same bonds with. And that's why it takes forever uh, to get through. So I, that's how I view it. And I, There's no guarantee. I just don't think we're going to get to heaven all of a sudden we'd be dumber. Like our brains are going to be, you know, our brains Gosh, are wiped I, out. And I we're hope like, not. <laughs> I don't, I don't know who you are. On like a computer that's been, that's been wiped yeah. clean. Jamie's been, re- Jamie 2.0. Yeah. He don't know nobody. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jamie. <laughs> Misty and I are going to be sitting on the porch and Daryl's going to go running by. <laughs> Drinking our mojo. Oh my goodness. It's not like that uh, Pixar movie, uh, Soul. Yeah. <laughs> that, by the way, that's a fascinating film. It is. It is. A fascinating on heaven, mm-hmm. on getting there, and they're all Calvinist. Pixar is Calvinist. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, they, those are the most Calvinist. They're more Calvinist than every Presbyterian you know at Pixar. <laughs> if you haven't, you should watch that one. Well, you had said that, you know, um, it's going to be bigger than, it's going to be more than, and I think it's going to be more in tune with, I, I totally agree with you. The back to Eden, the way God intended relationship and community to be in a in a pure context. And so you talk about kingdom of God. Well, if it's the kingdom of God, then it's his kingdom. He's ruling. You mentioned repentance, and to me, repentance <coughs> is not remorse per se. It can involve remorse, but we think repentance is uh, I'm a horrible person, blah, blah, blah. i got to beat myself up. So much of what we, I think, equate with repentance is um just one more way we're trying to save ourselves. Am I being sad enough about my sin so I can get into heaven? And if it's God's rule, it's the kingdom of God, then that means it's not my rule. Repentance is about changing my mind, thinking differently, letting go of control, letting go of I have to have things my way. And I think we've blurred the lines in Christianity where we've said repentance is about pray this prayer. I know I keep (laughs) banging the same drum. Pray this prayer. It just turns into, oh, all I have to do is do Pray that, the and then I get this, yeah. and then in heaven I get this. Mm-hmm. It's still self-interest. Mm-hmm. It's still ego driving our motivation as right. opposed to, mm-hmm. which is why you remember hear. me when you're in heaven. He said, well, today, because he was, he, he owned, right. the, he got it. So that, that you're exactly right, mm-hmm. uh, as you often are. <laughs> not always, but <laughs> often. Not always. Um, so what's heaven going to be like? I mean, just just we 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 danced around it a lot. One of the best sermons I ever heard uh, on heaven was by um, Billy Graham's daughter Anne. She had his her father's yeah, gift. I've heard That's I've a, heard it. It's a phenomenal sermon. What she and does, her voice it, even her the vo- way yeah. she pronounces her words. Yeah, and stuff. It's very yeah, Billy like Alabama, no, uh, not a, no, a Car- South Carolina, North Carolina, Car- North Carolina, North Carolina. Uh, she, um, I couldn't even begin to do it. The, um, but she she goes off in the sermon I heard. And with the 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 way the Book of Revelation describes the physical property, and she says it's about the size of North America, yeah. as it's described, the too. new heaven that comes down, except it's three dimensional, hmm. so it's it's width, height, length, it's all of that. So it's huge, it's huge, and that's just the city that comes down um, out of heaven, and it's going to have like a, a stream and trees. Hmm. Don't don't make fun of me, but just as I will, as I will you never were, pass up the opportunity <laughs> as to you ridicule were describing that. Um, I am fascinated and just completely in love with the city of London, 
and I've gotten to experience we know. it. No. We know this. I've gotten to experience it, and every time I see it in a movie or a show, I'm oh, I've been there, or I want to go see that, or whatever. And as you were describing that, I just envisioned the thought of being in London in a sinless world where you could just freely explore, experience places, people, relationships, and just enjoy the, the Thames would be clean. <laughs> it, would be, it wouldn't be brown. It would be crystal clear. And, and just, and I know that's, that may, it still doesn't do it justice, but as you were taking her description and I'm trying to envision a place that I've experienced where I had a close to just enjoy, or similar with what Joni was saying, it, uh, nature outdoors, you know, going to some, there's so many places I would love to just experience that are in the world and how many times uh, more powerful will heaven be these places yeah the physical space of it and and kim and i've often talked will there be sleeping in heaven hmm. yes <laughs> are you sure no but i love a good nap that's kim's idea she's like that's her favorite see i don't think we're gonna be tired we're not ever going to be exhausted or tired well or they're run down or sleep is about rejuvenation mm-hmm. and will if there you're be in bathrooms in mm-hmm. Well, I hope so. I hope put, <laughs> put a pen in that. Um, let's talk about sleep for a moment. The scriptures seem to indicate there'll be no night mm. and there'll be no more sun. God is our light. So cre- the order of creation changes. And if there's no night, it makes sense to me there's no sleep. You can take an afternoon siesta. <laughs> I don't know. I get what you're saying, though. I don't know. So, but um, I don't think we can conceive of the concept of not being tired. That's that, that's the you're problem. You're exactly right. Yeah, uh, for us, tiredness is built into the way we are made mm-hmm. and the need for rest. Um, but what about the Sabbath? God rested. But heaven is our rest. Mm-hmm. He- the, the heaven is the rest. Okay. Heaven yeah. is the dream fulfilled. Yeah, heaven's the Sabbath, like the all the time Sabbath. Mm-hmm. That's uh. He's See now you're selling it. Now you're selling mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> the Book of Hebrews. Gives us uh, makes great pains to talk about how uh, the promised land was really the the whole business with the Israelites going to the promised land was really just a giant metaphor mm-hmm. for eternity, mm-hmm. and heaven is our eternal rest mm-hmm. that we can only get there through Jesus, who's better than Moses, mm-hmm. by the way, because he takes us into that rest. Sabbath is that that idea here that is fulfilled mm-hmm. in heaven. So the promised land equals Sabbath really equals heaven and so that's the fulfillment of it so no no sleeping and eating you if you don't eat you don't need a bathroom but I like what's to eat, at the though. banquet well how little are you going to go well in G- at communion jesus says i won't drink this until i drink it with you in heaven right the, the communion cup so there's going to be drinking at least at least jesus gets to drink how about some milk and honey so maybe maybe our bodies are so efficient that they just well, completely perfect. If we're made in perfection, then we'll absorb never have to go all the nutrients, and then there's no waste. Um, <laughs> maybe <laughs> Daryl's prepping because he drinks his lunch every day. So the um, I don't know about those aspects of it. I know we'll have new, different kinds of bodies, but it seems I'm to be. I'm just getting ending. used to this one. <laughs> well, don't um, don't get used to it. Don't <laughs> It's temporary, darling. It's a loner. That's right. All right, I got to go ahead. You were finishing your thought. I'm, I, that thought is good. I know gone. we're right at one hour, but I've got a, a, a theological question for you. Um, 
and I don't know where you are on this, but growing up, you hear about the age of accountability and that if you are below that age or maybe your mental capacity doesn't allow you to truly understand the concept of salvation, that you kind of get a free pass into heaven. So if an infant dies or something like that, are they an infant in heaven or are they the full extent of who they should have been? How does that work? Well, that goes even further than, than the age of accountability, which is not really scriptural. You don't find that in the Bible. That's, that's something that we have kind of invented. Uh, it's a good invention. I think that it seems to indicate you good. Sorry. <laughs> it seems to indicate um, a belief in the goodness of, we talked about earlier about salvation, the goodness of God, mm-hmm. the fairness of God. He's not going to hold someone accountable who had never had the mental capacity, whether they're a child yeah. or they have some sort of um, uh, uh, impairment. But the, go, let's go you. So you look different to me now than when I first met you. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Put gray in the well, you're also you're so buff. <laughs> you are. <laughs> uh, you're like someone to say, what's your health goal, Daryl? Daryl. Daryl's my goal. Going. Keep going. Um, <laughs> strong. You have muscles. You you run Sore like back. You run like knees. <laughs> the beard the goals. Beard. You just yeah. you've got it all going on. But you look different than you did. 10 years ago and you you look different now than you did when you were 18 most of us would probably say 18 was our peak physical somewhere 18 and 30 is where most of us had our peak physicality uh who are you which body will you have that's will you be we had a a service here this past weekend for a, a man who died and and i believe according to his convictions he's in heaven See earlier conversation about funerals. It's <laughs> always a caveat there, but I have every belief that he's there. But he was an old, I never knew him aside from an old man. Mm. But apparently, as a young man, he looked dramatically different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which one is he? And does it matter? And do you just think completely new? So the, the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 15, I think, goes through great pains to talk about we put off this corruptible body that's going to rot or burn, and we put on a new one. So. It may be completely different. If you're going to know as you truly are know, maybe you have a different image, a secret name, a secret image <laughs> that you're going to have in heaven. That would be completely different. Lucas North. <laughs> <laughs> are you finished yet? No. <laughs> I'm almost done with season nine. Lucas and he's he's hiding something, and now it's bothering me. So, Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, okay, so anyway, I often know the last one you saw, but not off the air. Uh, so that, that's my idea. So Misty's going to look mm-hmm. different. Joni, I think we're all going to look different, but we'll still know who we are. Yeah. And what's important here isn't necessarily going to be what's important there. Uh, yes, but you I'd like I mean? to think that I don't have to wear glasses in heaven. Mm. Oh. And my skin won't be bad. I mean, no. I have the worst You can skin. eat chocolate. And my voice, <laughs> I'll finally, yeah. But my voice will finally, deep voice <laughs> like this and long. Or I won't have that whiny high-pitched scream that makes children cry. Um <laughs> Uh, so I, I think <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that's that to answer that question is I think we'll look different. So the the little baby might be actualized, mm-hmm. or should be actualized. It, it would be a terrible eternity for that kid to never <laughs> grow up. Because <laughs> like I'm still in diapers forever, <laughs> forever. <laughs> and for the mom, the little mama that's had several miscarriages. You know, I have a niece, and she's just had a her second baby this past week and but before that you know she had five miscarriages Mm. 
and I have to believe that she's going to see her. They're to gonna, her, she's going to see those seven babies. Kids. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Kim and I yeah. have the same. We have two daughters here. We have two children in heaven that yeah. we lost, uh, and that's the, the, we believe that. Yes, and, I believe if, that one hundred percent. If you're like me, and I believe that life begins at conception, whatever that means. Yes. I mean, I don't understand all the, the implications of that. Then you have a situation where all miscarriages mm-hmm. stillborn, yep. uh, aborted children. Mm-hmm. They have found their way into heaven as well because yes. of the Lord's grace. Yes, absolutely. I should, I should rephrase that. They have not found their way to heaven. It's not like you're, they They're didn't not, have to yeah, go down a They weren't lost. It's, right. it's not like the Klingon idea of um, uh, uh, Stovacor where you have mm-hmm. to find your way there and work your way through the maze. Uh, but it's the idea that the Lord has brought them there through his grace. And I have to believe that. Yes. He's much bigger. If I worry about that, again, he's, he's provided yes. for that. Um, did we cover? I, th- I feel like we just scratched the surface. I feel like we could talk about heaven for so long. Uh, I don't think there'll be streets of gold and pearly gates. Uh, that may make me a heretic. I think that's metaphor. I really do. Um, God doesn't need those things. It that's seems kind of blingish yeah, to me. That's feels like he's showing off or yeah. he's got to have all this stuff. And But the yeah. Ark of, a co- of the Covenant? <laughs> <laughs> You just, yeah, that comes up like a what? Ah. The Ark of the Covenant was a, it was a divinely prescribed element for human focus of worship. Mm-hmm. I prefer to believe that in the eternal temple, which I believe there will be a temple in heaven, the Bible seems to describe that, there will be the throne of God, which is different. But God's too big to fill that throne, right? It's just one of those things that, the language we use is too poor to describe what the reality actually is. Mm-hmm. It's like with the idea of father. God is our father. Yes, he is our father. But even the word father is too weak to describe what it means to say our father who mm-hmm. art in heaven. But you have to have some word. Mm-hmm. Parent works. God's our parent because the Bible talks about his feminine attributes as much as his masculine mm-hmm. attributes. Um all of these ideas about who the Lord is. But so Ark of the Covenant was for our benefit. <laughs> right. Not his. Wordle is going to sew up their game in heaven. We're going <laughs> to know so many more words. Well, have you done today? Yes. Yeah, yes, I did. Today's easy. Yes. Um, how about in Matthew where it says, um, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven treasures it means that i don't that, think it's treasures well, he, i think it's following i think it's personally following the law like if you think you have to follow the law down here i think you need the whole passage what's the whole passage Joni? Well, I don't context know. is the key mm-hmm. to hermeneutics context is the key it's peter talking um, uh-huh. about jesus talking to jesus to jesus not about jesus those are two different things you're tr- that's true do you I'm want the you want the whole thing mm-hmm. sure now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, What do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, but others say Elijah, and still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I build. I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. 
I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he sternly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. So how 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 does thou read that? Um, not very well. <laughs> <laughs> so are you hung up on hell and gates? Are you hung up on the language of binding and loosing in heaven? I think the the language of binding and loosing. Okay, the traditional approach to that is um, half of our phones are clearly <laughs> connected to that. And half, um, the traditional approach to that is. We're talking about the actions of the church mm-hmm. and of forgiveness and of inclusion. So those individuals that the church embraces, that we bind them in to us, that we forgive them, that those are incorporated into the eternal life because a salvation only comes to the church. I do believe that, by the way. I think I've said that before. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the church as your mother, you don't have God for your father. Uh, I do not believe in any way, shape, or form this um, form of Christianity that exists outside of the covenant community. And then what you lose, those people who you let go, uh, you who you uh, um, exercise discipline against or you don't forgive, then those are unloosed as well. There'll be repercussions in heaven. Mm-hmm. I would like to go, that's a, a traditional view. To me, it seems more like the decisions we make here as a community have implications for heaven. And to me, that's, that's what that's I was going to say. What we do here should be um, relevant to to what the heavenly things are, you know. And those are just like where your heart is, you know. That's where the treasure is. It's where your heart is also. Those two, that goes together. And that's connected to our relationships, not yeah. our stuff. And yes. if, I, if I can, the only thing, this is why I really hang up on this. The only thing that goes to heaven are people. Mm -hmm. And if you think real hard about it, you're going to spend eternity in the company of people, not your stuff. And we have a great failing when we start talking about heaven, the stuff that's there, Mm -hmm. the gates, the streets, the trees, the Fido, the mansions, the mansions, uh, all of those things that we forget, it's the people you're yeah. going to be with. That's what's going to, and those same people are here now. Right. So why would you wait till heaven yeah. Yeah. to try and live in harmony with them? Right. Now is the mm-hmm. time. And that's the, to me, that's the binding and the loosening. Okay. I was not reading that correctly. Well, and we were talking, or I was reading that differently. It's one of the most difficult passages to read mm-hmm. because that's, that, that's the actual passage the roman catholic church bases the petron succession you are mm-hmm. you are peter you're rock and upon this rock the, mm-hmm. the the papa the pope traces it all the way back to that, that moment one right there yep anything good else stuff. good stuff we're at an hour 10 an so. hour 10 so next week we'll go hell um so that'll be fun and uh it's been great you guys have uh, be careful out there i want all of you to go to heaven I want all of you have a relationship with Jesus Christ. If you want to have information about that, call Joni. <laughs> uh, but don't go to heaven today. Be careful. Take care of yourself. You still have work safely. to do. You still have, you have work to do. You still have okay? things to do. Be good. Too. Love you guys. See you. Bye.